0: everyone. Thanks for joining us for episode 10 of Reality Addict Podcast. Today, I actually have someone that I don't know, but he asked to be on the podcast, so I said, sure, why not? His name is Mike Marino. Hey, Mike, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I actually have a cold, but I took some DayQuil, so I hope I don't sound too bad. So tell me a little bit about your history with Big Brother. Okay,
1: so big, big Brother, it's, it's, that's funny to me. So when, when I didn't have cable, I would see it on TV, but I never, like I would tune in, and I'm not going to lie, at first. So I used to have a crush on Julie Chen, and I would watch because of her kind of, just, just her <laughs> okay. part. And then, and then I just would never watch the gameplay because I just didn't know what it was. I went years without watching it, and I'm a huge challenge fan. I watched the challenge religiously, I live tweeted, I did all that. So there's nothing on right now and Big Brother was on. I was like, Hey, Dave and Bailey, they were on the challenge and you know, Pauly's brother Cody's on Big Brother, so you no, know, I'll watch because of M three. so this is my first time ever watching Big Brother actually.
0: Okay. Well tell us a little bit about your challenge history.
1: So used to see it on T V all the time. And I thought it looked kind of, I thought it was like a desperation kind of thing. Real world stars to get more TV fame, that kind of thing, right? Uh In 2016, it was uh, May 4, 2016 is when the Challenge Rivals 3 started. And I kept seeing all this promo, all this promo, you know what, I'm going to give it a chance. Started watching May 4, 2016, and I got hooked ever since. I've watched every single episode from, well, when I started, it was Rivals 3. I watched all of Rivals 3. All of Invasion, which is 29, Dirty 30, and in between Dirty 30 and Vendettas, I went back and watched every uh, episode from Rivals 1 all the way to Rivals 3. So season 21 all the way to season 27 I watched in about a week and a half, two weeks.
0: Okay. It is, the, the earlier seasons are shorter and they're just like, they're a lot easier to binge yeah. Yeah, I've been watching since the very first episode, so I and as well with Big Brother. So I've seen all of both of them. So, um, how do you like Big Brother compared to the challenge?
1: It's a totally different game. Big, Big Brother's challenges are kind of like uh, little, like uh, carnival games or foo foo type things. The gameplay is a little more. How would I say it?
0: Strategic.
1: It's very, it's a lot more. It's kind of like West playing, but there's like 16 Wests. Right. You know? Yeah. It's crazy because that alliance obviously was formed, you know, the, the commission was formed, or the committee was formed like the first week, and they're still there. Well, aside from Danny, she left. But it's like they literally, with the whole game, was like, okay, us six, we're going to do it. The only time I've ever seen anything like that on the challenge was War of the Worlds 2. When oh, Car's Colt, when Karis yeah. Colt ran the game, so yeah, that's the only time I ever seen something like that on the challenge. So watching Big Brother, it's it's crazy.
0: Do you like it? Or are you gonna watch it again?
1: I think so. I think I'm gonna watch it. I think I'm gonna give it another chance because obviously this season is is all stars, so that was easier a to get season,
0: into. honestly. <laughs>
1: People say that. People say it's not All-Star season, but it's
0: something. I mean, if if you enjoy this, you'll definitely enjoy the older seasons. Like, I usually say seasons 2 through 10, uh, if you watch them, they're the really good uh, old-school Big Brother. Kind of like Challenge kind of evolved over time. So has Big Brother. So I really like the original seasons, but not season 1. Season 1 was totally different than the game. They totally changed everything, so don't waste your time with season one.
1: I want to go back and watch season 18 with, like, uh, Devon and all. and No, Devon and Natalie and Jose. Yeah. And then I want to go back and watch Josh's winning season. I think it was 19. And then I want to go back and watch 20 with uh, uh, Fessy, Bailey, Swaggy, and Casey. So I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Who in the hell is Dr. Will?
0: Dr. Will is probably the best Big Brother player in the history of Big Brother. <laughs> he is an OG. You should watch season two.
1: <laughs> He's the season two winner, right? Yeah. Is he? Uh, is he like the Johnny Bananas of Big Brother?
0: Well, I'm not a big fan of Johnny Bananas.
1: Or is he the Mark Long, like the old, the old Godfather?
0: He is incredibly good at the game is all I can say not not the comps but the game the thinking part of the game the talking part of the game you know
1: okay so like Wes
0: I'll say that he's he's more like Wes than Johnny uh but he's also on the original all-stars which has uh Janelle and Kaser on it that's a good season as well but I would watch like a couple seasons before that so you know who the people are but um that was really good yeah
1: of course Does it show it on the live Um,
0: feeds? The live feeds is really like what is the better show. The live feeds are awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean. I just hate when I go to watch them. Yeah.
0: I think due to COVID, they don't have as many cameramen. Things are taking longer because it usually isn't this bad. Like as far as the live feeds, normally they don't um, turn it off as much. Okay. So last week we saw Davon go home. Let's start with uh, Sunday's episode. Can you tell us what happened on Sunday's episode, Mike?
1: Well, Sunday's episode was, uh, it started out with the aftermath of the eviction, and then it went into, you know, the house just talking about it, and then all of a sudden, Danny pleaded her power, which was the replay power, which allowed Memphis, as the outgoing head of household, to play again in an upcoming head of household competition. Everybody would thinks Memphis had it, when in reality, obviously Danny's the one that threw it, and nobody knew, so that allowed him to play. So Then they went into the, the HOH comp, which was that putting one, which was either, there's two sides. There's the prize money, which I think was $10,000, and then the putting for obviously the HOH, you know, um, to be the HOH. That one, I believe, yeah, Cody won with actually, he had a really good putt. I'm a golfer, oh, wow. and <laughs> his putt was pretty good. So... He hit, I think it was two. Yeah, it was two. And Danny and Tyler both tied on the prize side, and they split the 10 grand.
0: Well, actually, let's go back. <laughs> because before the HOH comp, they were discussing the vote. That was a real turning point in the show, I think. Um, that I think great. so. It was a real turning point in the show. It just made Davon and Kevin not trust David at all. They were not willing to try and work with him because they didn't believe him. And Nicole continued to just like swear up and down I absolutely voted for N, and she's putting on the tears. You know, she's been, she, she cried all week uh, and made it seem like, oh my gosh, I lost my best friend. What am I going to do without Ian? Things like that. And so she put on a pretty good show. I'm not saying it was all show, but we did see her uh, practicing, or I did, at least saw her practicing her mm-hmm. speech, yeah, for the, D, the for
1: the DR. We, yeah, we, they showed her practicing what she was going to say in the DR and how she was going to do her tears and
0: right. all that, so... Right, so we know that she's been practicing her tears, which she really doesn't have to practice very hard because she cries all the time, anyways. So she was she was crying and kind of whining about how she missed Ian, and so it was a good show. It made Davon think that she did vote with them. So Nicole's vote caused a lot of turmoil in the house. It caused. Davon and David to get into a fight, in which case, um, just immediately, Davon went to him and was saying, why'd you do it? Why'd you Why'd you, you, you play it? it? Yeah. yeah, why did you, why did, you know. She continued throughout the week saying how she didn't believe him. And I said this last week's episode, but um, it didn't actually happen till this week. She actually called David a a Uncle Tom. Yeah. Yeah, and which basically she was saying he was someone that was going against his own race, which that's quite the accusation. I think even though I love Davon, I definitely think that was going too far, but I don't know. Yeah, she even
1: said that he's been sabotaging her game the entire time when he was working with it.
0: Yeah, so early on, Davon wanted to work with David, And there was some issues David being really sneaky telling her half half of the truth um, because he was working with some of the guys as well or thought he was
1: with Tyler yeah Um, yeah
0: he thought he was and he didn't want to tell her about that but he also didn't completely lie to her about that so she's like okay this man is really sneaky And I don't want to work with him. And, you know, she almost did not vote to keep him. She only voted to keep him because she did want to see there be a black winner of Big Mm -hmm. Brother. Obviously, he's not been sabotaging her game. Uh, Maybe early on he wasn't playing very well. uh, But he didn't do anything directly against Davon. And once she watches it, I'm sure she'll realize that. Actually, she already knows um, uh, when she got out. Didn't Nicole, yeah, didn't Nicole confess, I think? On... Yeah,
1: after Devon left, she confessed.
0: Yeah, so Devon knew from her confession, but there was also a wall yeller. Do you know anything about wall yellers?
1: The only one I knew about was the first one that said, Nicole and Cody are playing everybody.
0: Okay, yeah. They have had a major problem with wall yellers this year, which is one reason the feeds have been down a lot, is because they don't want them to hear it. So if they're outside, they make them go inside really quickly. Or oh. if they're inside, they make them go up to the HOH room. It's, it's, be, it's very crazy how many there has been. But in this particular case, somebody yelled, um, Nicole voted out in. So oh, wow. Davon, I don't know if she directly heard it because I heard her talking about this. I mean, obviously, I don't ever see the wall yellers. Uh, well, you never see wall yellers, but I know I don't ever hear them at least well enough to know what they're saying. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but someone heard it, and it, it was either Davon or someone told her, so she already knew. So I think Nicole knew that she knew. <laughs> And that she had to tell her the truth so she didn't seem like she was still lying. I don't think her jury management was so good because um, for that, I think that Ian and Davon are both going to have kind of a little bit sour taste in their mouth. But, you know, Ian said he respected the gameplay. So, anyhow, that's why they went back and showed all this because a lot of it happened right before the vote. They were still going back and forth before the vote. Saying, "Hey, are you sure? Are you sure? Are we going to do this?" So they didn't have time to show that on the previous episode, so they showed it at the beginning of this one. Then we go to the H O H, and um, so both Tyler and Danny went for prizes. Did anyone else?
1: I don't believe so. I think it was just them two, and they tied at three.
0: So did you think that was like a good decision for them, or did you think they should go for H O H?
1: Well, Danny I, she didn't want the power. She didn't want more blood on her hands. So she was just going for the, you know, the, the prize. Yeah. Which is understandable for her. Tyler, I feel like if he would have went, because he got a four. He I think he got a five. Then he went again. I mean, he got a four. then he went again. He got a fourteen. So his was a fourteen on the head of household side. Oh yeah. So I feel like if he would have uh went for the head of household, he probably could have won.
0: And that would have changed things a lot Mm -hmm. well maybe not as long it seemed like as long as kevin and david were in the house that's who was going up that's just how it's been for a while now so he might have stuck with that at other times he acts like he wants to work with david but i just don't think that they are working together closely you know and so there was no way even if tyler won he i think he might have put them both up anyhow so Cody won, and he put up Kevin and David. Like I said, it's um, it's unfortunate that they got put up so many times, just repeatedly. Um. Oh, that reminds me. From somebody you said earlier about how far they've gotten. Do you know about the pre-game alliance?
1: None at all.
0: When people were contacted by CBS to see if they wanted to do All-Stars. People started calling other people that they thought might be asked and formed an alliance before the show, and that that would be the six people. Derek was the one who started this, which I know you don't know who Derek is, but he won Cody's season. There was rumors also that Dan was involved in this, who won Memphis's season, and that uh-huh. they were getting them together, and then... Actually, I'm not positive that Christmas was involved beforehand, but everybody else. Cody, I do know, I do Cody know that had, Josh
1: yeah. was him and Casey were going to be on here. They they had a pregame alliance and they were messaging a couple people, but yeah. they failed their COVID test, so they couldn't be on there.
0: Tyler has even admitted that um, he had a pregame alliance with Casey and was surprised that Casey didn't show up. And Christmas said something similar about Josh so you know that in that case we would have had two winners two more winners in the house so potentially early on i'm not sure if janelle would have been this big target the two winners i think
1: josh would have been a target first
0: i think josh would have gone early yes i agree with that unless he formed unless he was in a big alliance so yeah i like josh you do i've met josh he's very nice
1: you've met him
0: uh yes I have. Ha- have you ever heard of the podcast Ch- um Challenge Mania? Oh,
1: you met him at a Challenge Mania event?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh... he's very nice, and I got to hang out with him just a tiny bit after the show, but um, yeah, he's very nice. I'm not sure on the challenge how I feel about him. I'm not. I'm not really a big fan of his on the challenge. Um, mm-hmm. But in person, he is super sweet, super nice, so just because I don't like his game style doesn't mean I don't like him, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: So, yeah, there was a pre-game alliance, so, I mean, how do you feel about that? Does that make you still go, oh, wow, this alliance is amazing?
1: I mean, it kind of feels a little more forced. Yeah. Like, they... They were trying to save their, their, I don't know if I can guess, but they're trying to save you themselves coast. before they can get, even walk in the house, so it was a little undermining of the game kind of thing, you know?
0: Right. Dr. Will actually posted something about how, how it was disrespecting the game, and uh, I agree. I don't think they should have done it, and it is against the rules, but you know, you have to get caught. So, um, the people that went out early didn't have any pregame alliances. The only person. Except for Janelle and Casey. Yeah, well, no, they didn't know that they were going to be there together.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: They didn't have a pregame alliance, but when they saw each other, you know, oh, we used to be best buds. Let's, you know, how. It was kind of like, how could you not hook up Mm -hmm. as a, a team when you worked together so much in the past? Uh, But Janelle did say that she had a pregame truce with Danny that they would um, not ever vote each other out. And so when Janelle went out, Danny voted for her to stay, which caused uh, Julie to have, like, a heart attack.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I remember that. (laughs) So She was like, what? I remember that.
0: (laughs) So apparently that was her keeping her promise not to vote her out. But obviously, they did not work together, which I believe was the original expectations. But with Casey being there, it, it changed everything. Let's go on to well. Do you think it was re- that Cody should have made a bigger move, or just stuck with, with the two people he keeps? They keep putting up.
1: I feel like he should have put somebody like like Danny and Christmas on the block.
0: Christmas is really good at comps. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I would say that um, she should go before Danny. Danny hadn't—I don't think Danny won any comps other than that one thing that she won—the the the thing she used on Memphis, which.
1: Well, she was the head of household one for a week. Oh. She won that hanging off the side (laughs) was getting all wet.
0: (laughs) I've totally forgot. Yeah. Well. But that's
1: because she only weighs two pounds, so.
0: They were all trying to throw it though. (laughs) She didn't want to win.
1: Can I ask a couple questions?
0: Yeah, yeah. Ask me some questions.
1: <laughs> How do you feel about, or who do you like better, Polly or Cody? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, I've never seen Polly in the Big Brother house, but Polly on the challenge, I cannot stand him. I hate him. He's <laughs> annoying. It's, it's stupid. Okay. But I like I like Cody. Or Cody.
0: Well, I've met Polly <laughs> twice, and uh, he was very nice to me. And I'm a very big Cara Maria fan. Um, so I was
1: a huge Cara fan.
0: I still am. I understand why some people are not, but I still am. I've been a fan of hers for so long. I just, I'm just i still her fan. So I think Polly originally was annoying on his first season. But I feel like he did a really good job on War of the Worlds 2 and then their team though was punished basically for having more people than the other team which made no sense at all so i think paulie actually would have and his team probably would have won that if they weren't like you know being basically punished for having so many people Mm -hmm. um so i mean yeah i know sometimes paulie's annoying um i i like the fact though that he doesn't care that he's smaller he gets right up in people's faces and 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 licks them and um,
1: which was really
0: (laughs) weird for me so I'm not I mean I'm not gonna say every moment he's on my tv that I love him but I don't hate him like some people do a lot of people really hate him and I I really don't Cody I always thought he was uh, I don't know that I would say he was a good uh, game player when he played I felt like all the major moves were his partner, Derek. Um, He's
1: kind of dumb, too.
0: Yeah, that's what I was... <laughs> yes, he is.
1: And he, he looks like the Chuck E. Cheese, the old rat. I... What? I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, let me. Uh, you know what? I'm going to send you a picture.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I remember Chuck E. Cheese. I had, like, my fifth birthday there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really... <laughs>
1: It throws you for a loop, but I'm going to send you a picture. You'll be like, oh, my God.
0: Okay. Well, I like Cody. I'm not loving I don't like the fact that he came in in a pregame alliance. I will look at it later. Um, it looks
1: just like Cody.
0: I don't know that I have a favorite between Paulie and Cody. Um, I would like to see Cody on the challenge. I believe that the rumor is that he was asked and he said no, which is kind of strange Yeah, I heard about that. He said
1: no and so did Tyler.
0: Yeah, Tyler definitely said no. So, yeah, they both said no. It is a very different game. You, but both Cody and Tyler are in great shape. So, I think mm-hmm. they would do good on the challenge.
1: Um, I have another question for you. Okay. Me. So, obviously, Josh and Katie are supposed to be on Big Brother 22. Mm-hmm. So, yes. do you think because those two failed their test and couldn't be on there? Do you think that's the reason why David and Nicole ate around, around there?
0: Christmas was an alternate, but she didn't know that. The way they did quarantine is they didn't tell people, hey, you're an alternate. They just had them all quarantined, and they had extra people there in case people failed their test. And from what I understand, Christmas was one of the alternates. Um, oh,
1: dang, I didn't know that.
0: I don't know who the other one was. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not, I mean, with David, I mean, it's all stars and it doesn't really look very good if you don't have a single black man on the cast. Problem?
1: That, that's what I felt like it was too.
0: Yeah. And that just proves his point. <laughs> you know, he was trying to prove a point that, I don't know what he said, has been 15 years since a black man was on the jury or something. He said something uh, like yeah. that and um he's been talking about that all season and i had already thought of that i was like can i i was like who can i think of that went really far that was a black male and i couldn't think of very many people so that's been a real problem with big brother um usually a lot of times the winner is a white person uh Mm -hmm. more often it's a guy but it's not as it's not as not as, it's not as bad as you would think when it comes to the guys and the girls. Because, But, yes, girls win less on there. Uh, so, the average winner of Big Brother is a white guy. And, um, you know, it would be nice to switch it up some. Like, why did they have a pregame alliance and not ask anyone to join that was of color? Like, you know, Cody and Nicole played with Devon before. And you know they didn't contact her, so it just makes it just it just makes them look bad. And yeah. I'm not saying that they are bad; it just kind of looks bad. And I think that CBS has was trying because this is the most uh, ethnic cast I think they've ever had. Um, yeah, because they had Devon and Bailey, David, Kevin, and Kesar. Kesar, sure. yes. Yeah. So five people. And, of the
1: 16.
0: Yeah, out of 16. Uh, yeah, they could do more. They could do better. It's just sad. It's just sad that there's not more diversity on the show. And I think that's something that they're trying to work on. David deserved a second chance. Uh, basically, he was kicked off the show on the first day without even getting to be like do a veto or anything. So he couldn't even save yeah. himself. Which was... I thought pretty unfair the way they did that, and so I definitely thought he deserved another chance, but not on all. I just suppose
1: Josh could have been there.
0: Yeah, what well, do you think? Because Josh
1: classifies as an all-star.
0: He's a winner, so yeah, yeah, he would classify as, an I mean, I think any winner would classify as an, an all-star. Yeah, with David, I think they should have done an, a season after this called Second Chances. And had people on that went out too early, you know,
1: like like Swaggy.
0: Yeah, no, Swaggy did go out early. Um, yeah, whoever they think should, you know, should have stayed longer. Either, just it just depends, you know. I you can go back on every season and find someone that you probably think went out too early, you know. So a lot of these people I don't really classify as all stars, uh, but I realize with COVID that's. All they could get, and um, you know, it's better than nothing. So we are way, way off topic. What happened on the next day?
1: The next episode was there was the power veto, you know, the Otev It was the
0: yes, this was Otev It was the psychedelic salamander. Yeah, it
1: was, and it was the the tie-dye shirts.
0: Yes, they did tie-dye shirts this year, which was interesting because they normally have like a rock or something that you lift up and look under. Um, so, I thought the tie-dye shirts was interesting and all the balls and stuff. was That was an interesting way to do it. Otev is a big favorite uh, for Big Brother players and fans. They love Otev. And Isn't that like
1: Zingbot, too?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zingbot and Otev are big deals. And so, that's like, if you're playing Big Brother, you you want to play Otev. Yeah. Um, Because it's one of the more famous ones that they do every year. They don't always... And they do Zingbot every year now. David found the 10 grand. He thought he had no chance of getting the correct answer. Ran up there with his shirt and won 10 grand. Do you think he did the right thing?
1: Okay, yeah. So, let's talk about this. So, I feel like I'm going to defend him. He made the right decision because... Obviously, he knew the numbers were against him. Right. The numbers against him saying he did something stupid for doing that. But me, if that was me, I'd be like, okay, well, all these guys are gonna vote me out. If not this week, next week, right. I'm gonna take this ten grand because I'm not gonna win the five hundred grand. So I'm gonna take this ten grand. as guaranteed. You know, I'm gonna, It's guaranteed money. So why not take it?
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, he was on the block, and may, if he got it, he could have stayed another week, and then, you know, whatever. But he didn't even get voted out anyways. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he wanted, he's like, if I'm going to go home, I'm going to go home with something, but better than nothing. And he mm-hmm. plans on uh, donating, uh, I don't know if the whole thing, or just a portion, but he talked about how he's going to donate a, a portion of it to uh, Black Lives Matter, and that if he won the big prize, he was going to donate a, a large portion of it to Black Lives Matter. So after saying that, this is, I'm going back just a little bit on the feeds. David is talking to Tyler and he tells him that if he wins the big prize, he's going to donate it to Black Lives Matters. And Tyler is like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, I am. And he's like, oh my God, that's awesome, dude. And he, like, looks at the camera, and he's like, hey, America, vote him America's favorite player. This guy's awesome. And then production, like, comes over and is like, apparently you're not allowed to tell people who to vote for for America's favorite player. So (laughs) production is annoying. But, um, like, they have all these weird rules, and, like, who knew that was a rule? So apparently even if you want to say this person deserves it, you're not allowed to say it. So I'm glad that he took the $10,000. Uh, I don't care how he uses it. You know, it'd be great mm-hmm. if he donated it. But if he needs it in his own life, I don't think there's anything wrong with using it on himself. Mm-hmm. How Okay, so this is actually something that was on the feeds. I know I'm going back and forth, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sick and I'm just all over the place more than normal. Okay, so they picked the, the veto people. And this was all on the live feeds. They might have showed a tidbit of it. Christmas did not get picked. And she was so mad that she did not get picked. Oh shit. They did show it. Well, whatever they showed is not as long as it lasted because it was a while that she was mad. She was it was almost like a different person. It's like she just goes in the other room and she's yelling and I I've never seen anything like it over not being picked for a comp that you're not even likely to be put on the block.
1: Yeah. Um, Like you're not even on the line, so why would you Why? Why are you so
0: obsessed with this? And she got really mad about it. And then so that's why I'm going back to this, is then when David took the money, Christmas was really mad about it. She was mad that not only did she not get to play the game, but the person who's playing didn't even go for the veto. And how she's gonna vote him out now instead of and Danny. Danny makes a really big deal about this as well. I believe she's covering her own ass uh, because she took the money in the earlier round, so she's trying mm-hmm. to make it seem like she would never do that. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's really pissed about it. Um, I'm trying to think who the other person was. That, there was three people that were really pissed about. It was it. Memphis. Oh yeah, Memphis. Yeah, yeah. The three of them, their anger levels. I was very surprised at because yes, it's true he should go for the veto, but in his situation, he felt like he couldn't win the veto, win the money, so. <laughs> They definitely took offense to that and several of them wanted to vote him out for that but Cody wanted votes to stay the same and once people calmed down then they were like okay we'll vote the way you want to vote but it was it was a big deal in the house like not just one day like two days they talked about this for two days they talked constantly about David taking the prize instead of winning the veto so, it was made them majorly upset. After that, they... I, the, really uh, quick about yeah.
1: the, the POV competition.
0: Yeah, go ahead. I
1: think Nicole threw it.
0: I think she did as well. I think she did because she had been running up the thing, even though it wasn't easy. She had kind of got the hang of it. And then she fell like 10 times or something. So,
1: Cody could beat her. Like, come on. Come right,
0: on. yeah. She She knew that Cody wouldn't change anything, and she didn't want the pressure of anyone mm-hmm. asking her to use it on them. So, yeah, I thought that she, I thought she, she did that as well. So, if we both think that she threw it, she probably threw it, right?
1: Yeah, when I was watching it live or whatever that day, I was like, nah, she, she threw it. Right. She just didn't want the, the pressure, she didn't want blood on her hands, so to speak, like, nah.
0: Right, which I understand, at the same time, she is not one... A single competition.
1: Exactly.
0: Going forward, her allies might say, who should we take? Well, Nicole hasn't even won a single comp, so she's not going to help us that much. Well, this person's won three comps. So it was risky in that sense, I feel like, because she needs, even if she makes it to the final two and she hasn't won a single comp, that's going to be a hard sell. And she already has a hard sell because she's a previous winner. Yeah. You know, so I don't think she should have thrown it. I understand why she did it in the moment. But I think overall it could hurt her game. Nam stayed the same. Then we go on to, let's talk about the triple eviction day. Um, Tell me about it.
1: I feel like that they messed up a huge opportunity to get rid of some big people in the game. Right. So the first head of household was obviously Cody, and they got rid of Kevin. Right. Which was, that's a given. Yeah. Then Memphis was the second had a household. Memphis could have took shot and got rid of either, like, he could have put Christmas and Danny, could have put Christmas and David together, or he could have left David as a layup, so he could have put up somebody like Enzo and Christmas, or Enzo and Nicole, or Nicole and Cody, you know, some, yeah. some, some kind of bigger, and then they got rid of David for the second one. Right. The third one, it was it was Tyler. Right. Tyler could have put up somebody like Danny and Christmas together. That would have been crazy. Or Danny and Enzo, or Danny and Memphis. Because remember, a couple weeks ago, Tyler was saying he didn't like Memphis. Right. So it could have been Memphis and Danny, or Memphis and Christmas, something like that.
0: Right.
1: I just feel like they wasted a golden opportunity to get rid of some heavy hitters. Kind of like on the challenge when they did the Purge, or like on 3.30, when they did um, that Purge challenge, and uh, Kayla and Hunter and uh, Veronica and Brittany, I think it was, they got rid of CT and Carmaria, sent them straight to the Redemption House after a challenge. Remember that?
0: Yes, I remember that.
1: Just like that. They they squandered a golden opportunity.
0: Okay, with Cody, we knew what was going to happen. And then Memphis was the next HOH, and he has been trying to get rid of David since the second, or the first week of the, the show? <laughs> second the week of the second show. second week, yeah, because yeah. he said this
1: is a big boy table, or the adult table.
0: Yes, and he he made it even seem like it was a big deal that he got him out, because he's like, he's like, yes, finally he's gone. And, you know, I don't know why Memphis just liked him so much, but... Um, he really, really wanted him gone, so he couldn't see past that. And David would have put well, him up. So I would say There was a case, whole
1: investigation on why Memphis doesn't like David.
0: There was a whole investigation?
1: Memphis said something almost almost said something on the live feeds. Oh that oh. you can clear, you can clearly hear what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, what he was going to say. So I feel like that is the root of why he wanted David Adams. Yeah,
0: I, I know what you're talking about. It sounds like he's saying the N-word. Yes. Um, which I, I think is exactly what he sounds like. Uh, CBS did investigate that, so you're right. Uh, they said that they took the film and listened to it with high-tech you know, equipment and could tell what he was saying. He said
1: N-I-G. Come on.
0: Yeah, I know. I know he did. (laughs) And they said, well, we listened to it and he didn't say anything. And I don't know if it's because they know he caught himself or if they just flat out lied. I don't know. But, yes. um, Yeah, I I think that may be why he didn't like David. Correct?
1: No, David was up again. Oh, and Nicole. No, it was Nicole.
0: It was Nicole. Yeah. And he just wanted David gone. Tyler and Christmas tried to take a shot at Nicole, and Tyler told Enzo to vote her out, not realizing that Enzo is super close to Cody, and that Cody has a final two with Nicole, so Nicole is kind of on his side. So he didn't go for it, and they got rid of David, but then Memphis is mad that they tried to vote. The different way which let me tell you back in the day you didn't have to vote the way the HOH wanted you to you voted how you wanted to it's really ridiculous now that if you don't vote with the house that you're an enemy or something you should be able to vote for who you want to vote for but yeah, uh, yeah so Memphis is is angry and uh, obviously um, Nicole is angry Uh, However, it did show Christmas and Tyler that Enzo is not working with them. They thought they had kind of a deal going together, and they found out, okay, Enzo's not with us. They're going to have to do a lot of work to earn the trust of the rest of the people. At the same time, though, you know, getting out someone bigger than David would have made sense. So, yeah, I see what you're saying about that. And then the last one was Tyler who put up Danny and Nicole. Who do you think? Do you think they made the right decision in getting rid of Danny?
1: I feel like well, either one would have been a good choice. Obviously, Nicole is a former winner. She She's the last former winner, so right. I feel like that would have been a big target to get out. But also, Danny has been dirty and conniving since the very beginning, so why not? Oh, and I also want to say this. Okay. Remember when Danny was like, Kaser is disrespectful and tasteless? Remember that?
0: Yeah.
1: She said that because he called out her game. But yeah, you know, when she was on the block, she called out Christmas and Tyler and Cody and oh, everybody. Yeah. So why is it that it's okay for her to do it, but she said Kaser was disrespectful and t- tasteless for doing the same thing? Yeah.
0: Total
1: hypocrite. I get that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad she went. I'm glad she's gone. And. Devon is probably on her on her pretty hard in the jury house. Yeah, I wish they had cameras in the jury house.
0: You want to see inside the jury house? I had-
1: yes, I wish they had cameras.
0: They they normally do show when people show up. It may be on the net. It may be this upcoming week. Usually they have two or three people there, and then they'll show someone arriving, and that person will bring a videotape that has just the comps on it. Uh, and then the whole house that's in the jury house can watch the comps. And then that person oh. that person tells them what happened that week. And, of course, it's up to them what they say. So, um, hopefully, we'll have that this season. Otherwise, it's going to be a, even harder for them to vote for a winner.
1: How do you feel about Kevin telling Cody, if you vote me out, I'm not voting for you on finale night?
0: Well, I know it really angered Cody. Cody was getting rid of him regardless. <laughs> So yeah. I don't think, I feel like it was a really desperate move of, well, this is the only other thing I can say because I've been begging to help you with whatever. I'll do whatever you want. I'll, uh, if I win HOH, I'll put up who you want. I mean, he was promising him all kinds of stuff. And then they kind of got in an argument and he said that, yeah, I'm not going to vote for you if, if you send me home. And that's a bitter juror. <laughs> that's what we call yeah. a bitter juror. However, I think it's perfectly fine. He's been, he was on the block five times. I think if he doesn't want to vote for the people that put him up, that's his prerogative. He can do what he wants to do. Ian had done that as well, but he was telling like everyone in the house, if you don't vote for me, I'm not going to vote for you. And they were like, well, you have to vote for somebody. And so I don't know if Ian, I think Ian has probably calmed down and doesn't care as much now. I don't think he'll be a bitter juror, but I think that it was perfectly fine to tell him that since he was going to go home anyways. I love Ian, by the way. No, I love Ian too. Ian's a great guy. I really do love Ian. And I love Kacer and Janelle. I loved, I've loved them since their first season together and I just absolutely adore them. So one reason to keep Nicole over Danny is if the belief is if you are sitting next to a winner, no one's going to award the winner another prize. They're going to give it yeah. to the person sitting next to them, which is a theory going around the house. So some people want to sit next to Nicole. And another thing is, like I said, Nicole hasn't won any comps, and Danny had won a couple. And it's another reason to get rid of Danny is because she has a better chance at beating you in the comps and sending you home. I think they did the right thing. I think they did send home the correct person. But if they don't get rid of Nicole at some point, she will be sitting at the end. They keep, I, I
1: think so, too. They
0: keep putting it off and putting it off. And I can't believe how many women left. Like I was like, wow. You know, We got rid of all the women. There's only Christmas and Nicole left. I feel like she might make it to the end simply because they keep putting it off. And she should be someone easy to win against. However, if she gets up and she gives a speech about how everyone knew what was going to happen and they took her there anyway, she could potentially have a speech. But I don't know what's going to happen, honestly, with this year. I cannot see Memphis winning. I don't think Memphis would win sitting next to anyone. Especially, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, after... Yeah. Well, of course, they don't know exactly what he said, but they know how he treated people.
1: Uh, oh, yeah.
0: I don't think... Because the, the jury has David and Kevin and Davon in it. And they know how he treated David.
1: I feel like either Cody or Tyler or Enzo is going to win. One of those three.
0: I feel like that as well. I mean, Christmas, maybe. I drew Christmas as my challenge mania person you like win a prize if your person wins and uh, christmas was the very last person and i was the last person to go so i ended up with christmas and Mm -hmm. i honestly did not think she would make it this far and i don't really like her so (laughs) i'm just like uh, i'm all right if she doesn't win i don't need the prize i don't know that christmas can beat anyone else either the way she treated Devon and uh-huh. I was about to say that. is going to affect how people look at her. So unless Christmas and Memphis are up there together, I don't think either one of them has a chance of actually winning.
1: You know what? The way the world is, I feel like that everybody can see that happening. Those two up against next to each other.
0: Yeah, that's possible. I mean, anything is possible at this point. I'm actually at this point rooting for Enzo, I think mm-hmm. he's played a nearly perfect game. He hasn't actually been in the alliance yet. The alliance has treated him like he was this whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's won comps, but even you know when he's won comps, it didn't turn out to be you know some major deal against him. He's done a very good job, I think, and he's been sticking with Cody, which was a good idea because Cody is kind of at times, been running the alliance. And Enzo, and then he's telling Enzo everything they say and do. And Enzo hasn't pissed anybody off.
1: I feel like he's doing a good job of flying under the radar, yet being good and loud at the same time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's very loud. <laughs> but, yeah, he has flown under the radar as like, hey, why would you get rid of me? Like, I'm just your average Joe, yo. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yo. <laughs> Yo, why would you get rid of me, nope. yo?
1: <laughs> so, Him and all his hats and beanies and stuff. Yeah.
0: I think at this point, Cody and Enzo are in the best positions.
1: Yes, I could see them two sitting on finale night.
0: And and then after that, I, I would rather see Tyler. I don't know. It's going to be a toss-up. It's just whatever happens. This week and next week will be a big thing to find out which people are likely to make it to the end and who's going the jury house
1: because there's six people left right yes there is christmas memphis tyler cody enzo and nicole right
0: yes one thing about the triple eviction is that dr will and i mean it's not like dr will was like hey let me go do this cbs had dr will film a message that they ended up showing which I didn't see it because they don't allow us to see that on live feeds, but people were talking about it afterwards. So I had a good idea that he had said something to make them think it was a triple eviction. He said,
1: I've always moved three steps, three moves ahead. I've always thought three moves ahead.
0: Right. He said, I've won because I was always looking three steps ahead. And he said, and I hope you're looking three steps ahead this week.
1: Yeah. Something like that.
0: Yeah. So normally they don't even know when they're going to have a double eviction. They just guess. The last two or three weeks, they kept saying, oh, I wonder if this is a double eviction. Maybe this is a double eviction. The double finally comes, and I really don't think that they should have known in advance that it might be a triple. That lets them think too far ahead, right? The whole purpose of those... Double eviction things is to try and catch you off guard and make you play fast and not be able to have a whole week to think about what you're going to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And then CBS kind of messed up with Julie.
0: Yeah, they that's not the first time they've messed up either. But yeah, they had the triple eviction right behind her when she went on, and they saw it.
1: I think that was after the second one.
0: It was after the second one. She called them back in there, and they saw that it would have been, I think, honestly, a whole much better if. Um, they hadn't even given them a clue. Yeah. I love Dr. Will, but I don't think they used him very well. Probably by many people considered the best that ever played. And what did, they barely used him at all. And I know that's probably because co- of COVID. Because in the past, they sometimes had previous house guests come in and um, host competitions and stuff. So I think that's why. But I still feel like... They should have done more with him, something else with him. And it just was like they barely showed us anything, and that just left us and mad. You know? <laughs> the people that loved Dr. Will are like, where's the rest? This is nothing. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think CBS uh, did the greatest job with that.
1: Yeah, so the HOH was. <clears throat> it was the true or false. Oh, yeah, questions. Your, yeah. your answers. Yeah. So those were all the H-O-Hs, and the POVs were. The puzzle one, we've got to, you know, yeah.
0: So, did you see Nicole fall off?
1: Oh, my
0: God. That looked painful. That was
1: hilarious.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you think she was throwing it? I think so. You think she was then, too?
1: I think so, because there's no way she's a winner, but that bad, that close.
0: Well, in the past, she has had showmances that have helped her get to the end. So, yeah, so. So she's she's Paula She was. Now that she's engaged (laughs) to one of these guys that she had a showmance with. uh,
1: Oh, Victor, yeah. Yeah. Who sucked on the challenge, by the way.
0: He really did, but he did amazing on Big Brother. I have no idea what happened. I mean, I think because Natalie was telling everybody that that was her vendetta. I guess, was that vendettas? Yeah. she was like, oh, he's my vendetta, and he treated me really badly. And at the time, her and Johnny were kind of, sort of, oh, looking she, up. Yeah, a
1: little thing, thing.
0: Yeah, and so Johnny kind of went all out on Victor, which he didn't deserve. He, he didn't treat her that bad. And then he's a rookie. It's his first season. Like, don't treat him like complete crap and isolate him. I mean, it just it wasn't a fun experience for him, so he wouldn't want to do it again.
1: Also, Natalie is the, like, number one at playing victim when she's not the victim.
0: Oh, okay. On the challenge. Uh, they, like,
1: on the, yeah, because on, uh, it was World of World 1, they had a triple elimination, and Maddie called, I uh, no, Yeah, Maddie and Kyle called out her and JP is what it was. Oh, yeah. And Natalie said that they were bullying her and calling her down because she's small. Like, this is the challenge. Size doesn't matter. It's all about the fight and the heart in you. Like, there's no way, just because you're small, you're not going to go against Maddie. Like, no. You got to buckle up, put your big girl panties on, and get in there.
0: Yeah. I'm so, so on Natalie. Um, she did some stuff on Big Brother that I didn't like, but that's long enough ago that I'm like, oh, whatever. And she hasn't yeah. been on the challenge in a couple seasons, so um, I don't have a lot of opinions on her right now. But yeah, I think Victor did not enjoy his experience because of that. And something that they talked about on live feeds a while ago was Bailey really hated being on the challenge and said it was like mental torture. Uh, Plus, it
1: was even worse that her rookie season was the one in the bunker.
0: So, yeah, she said mentally that game is like torture and she would never do it again. She'd much rather play Big Brother. And it's not because of the comps, because she's pretty athletic. She was good. She's a good, yeah, yeah. She's she's good. I think it was just more about once Swaggy left, she hadn't really kept any relationships with other people, and you know, she got mad at Casey, and we saw that. I was about
1: to say, it didn't help that Casey switched or flipped on her.
0: Right. So yeah, there was a lot that happened that would maybe make her go, I'm never going back to that show. Uh, I could completely understand that.
1: She was really good though. I liked her.
0: On the challenge.
1: Yeah, that's why I, she's like the number one reason why I watched this big brother.
0: I thought she, I actually thought she had a good chance at winning the one where they were swinging in the air. Yeah. Let's talk about Kevin and his, and what he had to say to Julie. Or or also his speech before they voted him out was a good speech. Not as good as Dave Vaughn, but it was a good speech.
1: It was a good one. I think the best one still is Dave but it was a good one. He, he was talking about how. He's putting on for uh, diversity in the, the LGBTQ community as well as the Black Lives Matter. And uh, he wants the show to be more diverse and have one of those be a winner. Um, and how he loves everybody that he played with and he has no ill with anybody. Pretty much is what summed it all up. So.
0: Yes. So when he got out with Julie and she asked him, why didn't you hug anyone?
1: She said, because they're all fake.
0: They, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's basically what I watched all week on the live feeds, is he would go, he liked to talk to the camera, so he would go in the, what I call the love room. He would go in oh, the love yeah. room and talk directly to the camera, and he would be like, well, I talked to Cody, and he is so fake, and, this, and then I talked to Dane, she was fake, I know she's lying, Yeah, you know, was like... He knew everyone was being super fake because people were telling him, oh, I don't know how I'm going to vote. The only person that flat out said I'm voting for you was Memphis. That's the only good thing I can say about Memphis is he tells you straight up, I'm going to vote you out or I'm not going to vote you out. You know, he's, he's not playing a real schemer's game. I actually don't know how he's floated this far. I mean, even with a, an alliance, ugh. well, he has won some stuff. But in general... He just seems like a grumpy guy that just does not really want to be there most of the time. Yeah, he thought everyone was being fake, and they were. There was a lot of people being fake. They knew they were going to vote him out, and they were like, well, I'm going to have to talk to Cody and see. You know, it was things like that. And he, he kind of got to a point, he got to this point where he was like, why am I even talking to these people? I should just stop, have a good time, and, and things like that. Did Julie seem as excited to see him as she has everybody else that came out of the house?
1: She was excited to see Kevin, but not David. I'll tell you that.
0: Okay, yeah. That's what it was. Because I remember she wasn't super excited with one of them. and she, Julie does not normally act like a fangirl. In this season, yeah. she really has like acted like she's a big fan of everybody that's come out so far.
1: I think the most was Janelle, Caser and Davon.
0: Yeah. She was pretty excited about Ian as well.
1: Oh, yeah, Ian. There we go, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she was really excited for those people.
1: I still think is so beautiful.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to say that? <laughs> you can say it, right? I not mean, I? Uh, I mean, I don't think she's ugly. So, you know.
1: David was how he was going to be, or he's the... First black man in a long time to be in the jury and right. stuff like
0: that. Yeah, so that was important. It was pretty important that David did play again and did make it as far as he did. It's it's Big Brother history. You know, the first person I I want to say he said in the last 15 years. I don't want to mess that up, uh, but I feel like that's what he said. And so, the first black man to make it as far as jury in 15 years of this game. That's pretty crazy so yeah i was i was glad in a way that he made it this far honestly i was starting to like him at the first i was like he is so bad at this game why did they bring him back for all stars but he was starting i was actually starting to like the guy and uh, he started halfway through the season <laughs> i started to like him some so when he came out you're saying julie was not excited to see him david no what did she say to him? Do you remember?
1: I don't remember exactly, but I know she was just like keeping a professional kind of thing, you know?
0: When Danny came out, she she said she was a big fan of Danny's as well, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. I think she did say that to David as well. She's like, I'm a fan of yours, but oh, okay. other than that, not really anything like yeah. the rest. We caught up on everything and talked about all the big stuff that's happened.
0: I think we talked a little bit about this, but let's say your your prediction for winner
1: is Enzo? Uh, Enzo and Cody, I believe, will be the final two. I think why Enzo would be the winner. And is
0: that just they want to win? Just
1: because, you know, Kevin, Ian, Devon, they all like Enzo. Yeah. I think that Janelle and Casey – I'm sorry, they're not there. They're not um, there, yeah. No, I, I think them three would vote would vote Enzo over Cody yeah this is because they know cody is in the bigger alliance and they know that enzo is not
0: well i don't know if they know enzo is not they because they're well
1: some of the outgoing ones they said i'm in a six-person alliance with these six they never said enzo
0: right they named it so some of them did name all the names right i think that was tyler i think that's tyler's way of doing jury management this time Last Mm -hmm. time, Tyler should have won against Casey. That's just my opinion. He was a comp beast. He also ran all the social stuff in the game. But because of that, every person that went home thought that Tyler was on their side. And then, you know, so when it comes to jury, all these people are mad because he lied to them and said that he was in alliance with them and things like that. So he's now telling people (laughs) when they leave look, I wanted to keep you around, I'm sorry, but I've been in this alliance for a long time with these people, and then, you know, I think it's not a bad strategy. I don't know if I've ever seen it as a strategy, but it's not bad, And since he's trying to learn from his mistakes, I guess.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. I just feel like, I feel like he's, he's doing that, obviously, except for jury management, but at the same time, he's, throwing dirt on them, so when they leave, you know, I told you so, so vote for me, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, if he's up against one of them, then the people can't say, well, Tyler was in this big alliance, but Memphis wasn't. You know, he's telling them exactly who's in it, and that if he's sitting, so they know if he's sitting next to one of them, they they were both in the same alliance. Uh, So I think that's actually pretty smart, um, the way he's doing it. So... You predict Enzo and Cody. Do you want Enzo to win?
1: I think so. Over Cody? I think so. I feel like Enzo could use it more than Cody would. I feel like Cody comes from a family that's a little better off than Enzo, you know?
0: Okay, yeah. And Enzo has kids. Exactly. So, yeah, I can see. I can see that. Um, Yeah, I can see why you would want him to win over Cody. Um,. Okay, well, would you like to tell people how to follow you? Do you have anything you want to promote? Um,
1: well, uh, my Instagram is Mike underscore OVO3, like October's very own, OVO, you know, like Drake. Okay. And um, I, I'm uh, striving to be a Twitch affiliate soon. My Twitch is Magnum Mike, but instead of E on Mike, there's a, a 3. Uh, if you go on my Instagram, it'll show you all the information you need. Okay. But uh, I have over 50 followers. I just need to average three viewers, you on know, what, to, Twitch? to... Is that what on Twitch. Play? Yes.
0: So, are you playing video games?
1: Yes, I stream video games. Actually, before uh, I, me and you were on this podcast, I was streaming uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Actually.
0: Oh, But okay.
1: I stream, you know, like Fortnite, Death of Battle Five, stuff like that. So. Oh
0: yeah, I've I've heard about people on Twitch. <laughs> that sounds dumb, but my whole family is into video games and um so i have heard a lot about it i'm just not that interested in watching people play games i'd rather play it myself yeah Uh, that makes sense but that's cool so you've got 50 followers so you can actually so are you making money yet is that too private so once i average
1: (laughs) three viewers then i'll be able to have subscribers which then in turn makes me money
0: okay so it would be really great if people would uh follow you on twitch then
1: yes Instagram and Twitch because I promote both on on both of them, so.
0: Okay. Well, thank you again for joining me. I hope you had an okay time. uh, It was
1: fun. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I at first was kind of like, is this person serious? Because I don't know them. But, um, yeah, it worked out great. So I I really appreciate you coming on and, and helping me do this.
1: That was fun. I liked it. Thank
0: you. Okay, I'm glad you had a good time. Thanks everyone for listening. If you want to keep up with the live feeds, follow my account on Twitter, which is at realityaddict2. Uh, don't follow it if you don't want to see spoilers. Uh, I talk about what's going on on the live feeds every day. If you want to follow my personal account, you can find me at Mary Becca. That is M-A-R-Y-B-E-C-K-A-H. That's on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram, Mary Wiseman Francis. If you want to email me, Mary at realityaddict.net. All of our episodes are also on realityaddict.net as well as iTunes and many other platforms. Thanks again. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe. It will help me out. And if you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear them. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon.